Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. This is episode 20 on the Merry Biz podcast with the one and only Mark Sisson. Welcome to Merry Biz. Get inspired to live your best life and learn what it takes to create an epic business from the world's most amazing entrepreneurs. We're your hosts, Emma and Carla Pappas. Let's get our Merry Biz on. Today's guest is the author of the best-selling book, The Primal Blueprint, and publisher of one of the world's most popular health blogs, Mark's Daily Apple. As a former top endurance athlete who suffered from injuries and ailments that couldn't be healed through conventional wisdom, he made it his mission to heal his body and help millions of others do the same. Today, he successfully runs a leading educational and supplement company, publishing house and food line which offers invaluable nutrition, fitness, and lifestyle resources to people who benefit from his ancestral health model to living awesome. Now, if you haven't guessed already, welcome to Mary Biz, Mark Sisson. Yay! Okay. Hey, ladies, how are you? We so are good. amazing. How are you? Exceptional. Couldn't be better. We're so pumped to have you on the show today. Oh, it's been one of our <laughs> dreams to interview you. So when we got the yes, we were jumping up and down. I was too. <laughs> awesome. Well, the first question we start off with every interview is what has been on your agenda today, Mark? Oh, today? Oh, my yeah. goodness. I negotiated with a potential landlord for a new space on the Primal Kitchen restaurant that my kids and I are going to open. Ooh. Oh, my gosh. Yes. Then I reviewed some, some emails regarding a, a show I did with Joe Rogan yesterday. Oh, wow. Yeah, that was fun. Three hours. That's the longest yeah. podcast I've ever done. Cannot wait to listen to that. Right. Then we, we looked at, I met with my co-founder on the Primal Kitchen Food Group, mm. and we looked at uh, some new products in development. You know, we have a bar we introduced last month, but we've got a new a top secret bar coming out in a couple of weeks. Wow. Then let's see. Then I had a call with, with the manufacturer of the mayonnaise and oh. the new salad dressings. Yeah. Which is um, the best mayonnaise ever. Yeah, well, I think so. And then I <laughs> shot a little video for my, my book, Primal Endurance, which just came out last month. Amazing. And then I came down to the office to talk to you ladies. Oh, my oh. gosh. What an amazing day. <laughs> yeah, it's so far. Okay, yes, so you mentioned so many things there that I know we are going to get into. But first of all, can we go back, you know, a few years to how it all began? Oh, you mean how it all began with you and me? Like <laughs> Oh, 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 you mean before that? Yeah, before that. How Uh, did you start, I mean, Mark's Daily Apple and everything? How did it all come together? Well, I was born a poor child in Maine. No, I I was an athlete in my 
uh, in my youth and uh, had tried to follow conventional wisdom with the diet and the exercise routines and found out that it didn't work for me. I was pretty fit and racing fast, but I was getting sick on the inside. And I realized that part of it was diet and part of it was my approach to training. So I kind of rededicated my life to finding ways that I could be healthy and fit mm-hmm. without having to suffer too much for it. And that led to a bunch of research that changed my own lifestyle and certainly helped me. And then I became, became a coach and started coaching other people, and I saw the results in them. And then I started writing books. And around 2006, I started blogging with mm-hmm. Mark's Daily Apple mm-hmm. and putting my ideas out into the Ethernet and saw that there was tremendous traction for those sorts of ideas in the paleo community and the, yeah. and the ancestral health world. Mm-hmm. We'll, we'll stay away from the word paleo for now. Uh, yeah. We'll, uh, Exactly. Just generally, <laughs> generally uh, looking at ways in which to improve my own health and fitness and enjoyment of life, and then imparting that knowledge uh, to other people through the blog. And the blog sort of begat the first book, which was The Primal Blueprint, and it was very successful. I self-published it. Yeah. From that point on, I started writing other books, cookbooks, another book called The Primal Connection, which was about uh, where, whereas the Primal Blueprint was mostly about diet and exercise, the Primal Connection was about all the other lifestyle factors that, that allow us to, to experience the greatest amount of pleasure, enjoyment, satisfaction, and fulfillment possible. And then I started, let's see, uh, I'd always sort of been in a supplement business, so I created this product called Primal Fuel, which was a great tasting, I know you've tasted it too, great, great tasting meal replacement uh, for people who you know, don't have time to fix real food, but yeah. don't want to fall into that trap of eating a, you know, a crappy bar or some, something that wasn't really well thought out as a mm-hmm. snack. Um, let's see, then that got us into designing events, which became seminars and ultimately mm-hmm. became PrimalCon. Yeah. And we all had great fun at PrimalCon, did we not? Yes, Definitely. we did. It was so much <laughs> That's fun. Right. Yeah. And then uh, from there, uh, started looking at uh, the possibility of doing a certification program. So now we have a primal health coaching program so we can teach other people to do kind of what I do and assisting others to live an awesome life. Last year, we introduced the food line, Primal Kitchen, Mm -hmm. and started with a mayonnaise made with avocado oil and organic eggs that has just taken off in the U.S. It's so good. Yep. Thank you. And I agree. Uh, and then we've filled that line out now with uh, some salad dressing. So we have a, a Greek vinaigrette, a honey mustard dressing, a non-dairy ranch dressing. And then we just introduced a chipotle lime flavored mayonnaise. Yum. So those are all doing well in, in, the, in the health food stores here in the U.S. We're in about 800 stores right now. Amazing. With that. And then finally, and not last but not least, we announced our Primal Kitchen restaurant concept. Oh about six months ago, and we've started uh, talking to franchisees about opening restaurants across the U.S. <laughs> under the Primal wow. Kitchen. But oh. other, than that, other than that, I haven't been doing very much. <laughs> I'm hanging around and stand-up paddling and, you know, playing with my dog and whatever. <laughs> Basically creating an empire. Well, well you're <laughs> trying, but, you know, the idea is really to create uh, – educational programs, goods and services mm-hmm. for people who, who want to benefit from them. Yeah, love it. Really. All the things that I make are things that I wished existed yes. and I wanted to find them for myself first and couldn't. So I decided to find a, a way to, to make them and provide them to other people. hundred percent. So like when you first did start, did you envision 
this? Like, did you know it was going to turn into something epic or were you just like going with the flow and opportunities just popped up sort of thing? You know, it's a little bit of both because when I started, I'd been an entrepreneur my entire life and I knew the possibilities were somewhat endless. So I had this vision of, of building a brand. And that's why I spent a lot of time around naming this, the mm. primal blueprint and using the word primal instead of the word paleo, for instance. Yes. I wanted to find something that, that would uh, survive the faddish nature of some, some things. And I think primal has sort of a primary connotation. And so I'm very glad that I spent the time to, to, to do that. And then in the last, really in the last eight years, I've been building the brand mostly mm-hmm. through Mark's Daily Apple mm-hmm. and through the appearances that I've done and through the books, wanting to ch- kind of infuse that brand into the public so that when we did come out with these lifestyle-altering products and, and unique offerings, that there'd be some, some traction in the, in the public and there'd be some you know, openness to trying them and using them. Yeah. How do you know what to go with? Like what idea to go with? Because I'm sure you have so many. How do you you know, drill it down to like, okay, we're going to do this mayonnaise first. Well, that's funny. In the food group, in the food company, I, we started this two years ago and we did a year's worth of R&D. Wow. And we had, wow. I'm going to say, 12 different sauces and dressings and toppings that, we'd, that we were playing around with, from barbecue sauces to ketchup to mm-hmm. spicy mustards to mayonnaise, you know, other condiments to, you know, and then salad dressings, of course. We, we played with a bunch of salad dressings. And ironically, the first thing we came up with that worked in a, in a scalable way mm. was the mayonnaise. Mm-hmm. And we thought, well, do we wait until we have a suite of five or six products and introduce that to the world? Or we, do we just see what happens with the mayonnaise mm, and just yeah. launch with one product? And so we tested it last February. So this, the mayonnaise isn't even a year old. Crazy. And like I say, we're already in 800 stores, including 250 Whole Foods in the U.S. Wow. And uh, it's been very amazing. And I know I presume you, you ladies have heard of Thrive Market in the U.S. Yeah. yeah. So we're, you know, we're the fifth largest selling product at Thrive Market, and they have 4,000 products oh that they gosh. sell, different products. So it's really, it's really gotten a lot of traction. And it just, so that was enough to prove that, that there was a demand for a premium mayonnaise. Mm. So really, it wasn't like I planned to launch with a mayonnaise. It just happened to be the first product that we could scale and produce in enough quantity that we would keep to our strict specifications of yeah. you know, the, the ingredient list and shelf life and all those other things. And it's been really eye-opening to see the number of people who have basically said, dude, this is like the holy grail of condiments. <laughs> you know, we're trying to eat clean, but we realized that we couldn't eat potato salad, egg salad, mm-hmm. tuna salad, coleslaw, or yeah. any of these things without mayonnaise. And there was no really good mayonnaise choice. I mean, there was, you know, some vegan choices, but Seriously, I mean, you know, some of those are kind of <laughs> weak and they're not really mayonnaise. It's not, you know, it's no. interesting in the U.S. and probably in Australia too. If you call it mayonnaise, it has to have eggs in it. Yeah. Yeah. So, so we, we realized pretty quickly that there was a, a huge demand among people who are cognizant and conscious of their eating style who were looking for a clean mayonnaise but just couldn't find it until we came along. Amazing. Yeah. And also mayonnaise is like really hard to make at home and kind of annoying. So <laughs> like it's one thing that we've definitely missed. Yeah. So when we, had, we got our pots, we were like, this is the best thing in the world. Yeah. Like, we may have overdosed a little bit because we were just so excited and we ate I, it way I, too I, fast. I heard you that you had gone through what we sent you in a very short period of time and you were... <laughs> 
Just as a experimentally trying it on everything. Yeah, right? on everything. Like we had egg on egg on egg. Like we were just. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, gosh. Uh, so you spoke about, like, you know, the guidelines for what you do include in your food products. So can you quickly go over, you know, your philosophy on eating? And also I'd love you to talk more about, like, your philosophy on living, that whole primal connection thing. Sure. Well, I'll start with the philosophy on living briefly just to say that I changed the tagline of my company to Primal Blueprint Live Awesome. I love that. Amazing. So the philosophy there is to extract as much pleasure and enjoyment and satisfaction out of every moment possible. And to the extent that that uh, benefits you in the short run and the long run and mm-hmm. doesn't hurt anyone else, yeah. then everything's kind of fair game. Mm-hmm. Now, as that applies to food, the first rule that I have for myself is I never put anything in my mouth that doesn't taste awesome. Yeah. So it. you might bring me this concoction that you made in your kitchen of green drinks and kale and garlic and <laughs> you know turmeric and whatever, and I might just say, nah, you know what? If I have to hold my nose to drink it, I don't care how good it is for me, not going to do it. So I make a rule that everything that I eat has to taste good. Now, this goes back to my philosophy of of the Primal Kitchen food, which is if you distill the concept of healthy eating down to its basic elements, whether you call yourself paleo or clean eating or gluten-free or Mm -hmm. even, you know, South Beach or whatever moniker you want to put on it. The basic element is you eliminate the crap. So you eliminate the processed sugars and carbs. You eliminate the industrial seed oils. Mm -hmm. You look for clean sources of protein. And you're left with the following list of of foods. You know, there might be five types of meat you eat. Beef, lamb, pork, maybe elk or roux, you know, or something like (laughs) that. And a couple of kinds, you know, chicken and turkey. Uh Uh-huh. And then you're, you've got, what, 17 vegetables that you're going to eat next year, and most people won't eat more than five different vegetables. So what makes the difference is what you put on them, how you prepare yeah. the herbs, the spices, the sauces, the dressings, and the toppings. So that was the impetus for the Primal Kitchen line of products was if you're going to eat cleanly and you want to get enough variety in the foods that you eat, then then you're going to have to either make these awesome sauces yourself. You see how I said awesome sauce right there? Yeah, I love that. <laughs> or uh, you're going to purchase them in a store and you know, pre-made for you, but none existed. There were no really healthy sauces. And the basic element of Primal Kitchen and the theory behind what we do is your whole life you've been told to use salad dressing sparingly. Don't put too much on because it's fattening or it's got too much sugar or it's got mm-hmm. artificial this or that. Don't put too much mayonnaise on. It'll add a little bit of taste, but don't overdo it. Mm -hmm. We wanted to create a product that you could literally put as much on as you wanted that tasted great. And also the more you add to the food, the healthier the meal becomes. Mm -hmm. So with regard to the mayonnaise, it's made with avocado oil and organic cage-free eggs from cage-free hens. Mm -hmm. So it's got, um, sorry, that was a phone going off here. (laughs) It's got sea salt in it and it's got organic vinegar from non-GMO beets, for instance. So everything about it is, is clean and healthful. The salad dressings, we just introduced a Greek vinaigrette. It's got avocado oil. Again, this avocado oil is the healthiest of all the oils. Yeah, I love avocado oil. Yeah, and, and then it's got oregano in it. And oregano oh. is one of the healthiest of all the herbs. Yeah. Mm. Greek vinaigrette dressing has become my new favorite go-to salad dressing. Oh, I want some. And the added benefit, it's like you're getting a wellness shot yeah. every time you put some on your, your food. So 
the idea again is to is to create a line of sauces and dressings and toppings that you put on your food that enhances the flavor, that improves the experience, that broadens the palate. So you can eat, you could literally eat the same mixture of vegetables in a salad every night, but but change it dramatically based on the type of dressing you put on it. Right? I yeah. love that. I love, I love it so much. Yeah. So so that's that's the idea behind that. And again, it's all about living awesome. It's all about how do I mm-hmm. how do I enjoy every bite of food I put in my mouth. And do so in a fashion, by the way, that serves me in the long run. So, you know, I can enjoy a whole piece of chocolate cake, but, you know, I'm going to pay the price for it later on tonight. And I'm going to, you know, it's just not going to serve me well. I might enjoy a bite or two. That's fine. Mm-hmm. But, you know, the whole thing becomes a bit of, uh, a bit of overkill. Yeah. yeah. So you have, like, you've had an amazing and you continue to have an amazing entrepreneurial journey. So who was, like, your biggest influence when growing up? Well, that's pretty, that's an interesting question because I, oddly enough, I have not been asked that too often. Oh, got a good yeah. one. Yeah, good one. <laughs> My dad, who was an artist, a painter, oh, wow. worked out of the house, had a studio in the back of the house, painted paintings, supported the family from, from the time I was born. So, so he really was a working artist who sold paintings. And when times were lean, he made, he, he handcrafted jewelry out of silver. Wow. He played piano in a jazz band wow. at a little club in the summers. I lived in, a, again, a small fishing village in Maine growing up. And so in the summers when the tourists would come in, there'd be a little more, more activity. You know, so he was always using his skills to uh, generate income. Wow. And so I got in, instilled in that in me that this was about, you know, you have to sort of be your own boss and mm-hmm. create your own life based on your passions, based on your interests, based on your ideas. So I'd say that's that's pretty much how I got started in this in this entrepreneurial pathway. Oh, I love that. And I guess the best bit is that you're passing that down to your kids as well as you're opening up the new restaurant with them as well. Well, you you've met Devin and Kyle. Yes, and, uh, and they're yeah. lovely. Yeah, thank you. And they're so excited. And you know, I, I said this is going to be a lot of work, and you know, this is going to be an investment in the next couple of years in making this go. Mm. And both of them said, you know what, we're all in, we're ready to do whatever it takes. And so they've, they, each of them has been working at a restaurant in town in Malibu for the last six months oh, cool. wow. in the back of, in the back of the house, in the kitchen, learning every aspect of the restaurant business. So Amazing. I'm very proud of them for, for doing that. Yeah. That's oh, that's so exciting. so exciting. It's so awesome that you can like bring your family into it as well because we've met Carrie too, who's your lovely wife. Mm-hmm. And yeah, your whole family is just amazing. So they're all awesome. Totally Thank awesome. You. <laughs> so you also have a publishing house as well because you, you self-publish your own books, but now you also publish other people's books. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Sure. So when I wrote The Primal Blueprint in 2007, it came out, well, I wrote it in 2007, 2008, and it came out in 2009 which seems like a really long time ago, but it actually wasn't that long ago now that I look at it. I, I, I had determined early on, almost like bullheadedly and stubbornly, that I was going to self-publish. I wasn't going to go to a traditional publisher. Mm-hmm. And I knew- How come you made that decision? Well, because, because publishing, even this was back before self-publishing was as huge as it is now. Mm, this was yeah. really back before even digital hadn't really caught on yet. Yeah, Print was still the big deal. You still got- you know, you, you could get an advance from a traditional publishing house if you made a good deal. And so print was still huge. But I understood the business and I'd, and I'd self-published a book years ago, sort of a, an additional self-help book. So I knew that there was no real magic to being, to, to, you know, there's no magic to printing. You just mm-hmm. go find a printer and you, 
negotiate a price and you print a bunch of books and then it's up to you to sell them. Yeah. And because I had this website, Mark's Daily Apple, yeah. it was easy. It was a good platform for me to use to sell books. And in fact, you know, when we first came out, we sold a lot on the site, but I'm most, most proud of the fact that we ran it up to number two worldwide. Every book sold in the world, we, we held the number two position for a day and a half on Amazon. Amazing. Awesome. Yeah. And that's just because we'd used we called in all of the favors we had with all of our blogger yeah. buddies, all of our influencer friends. And it was a really satisfying experience to do that. So I, I wound up publishing a few more books under the same business model. And then I thought, well, you know what? We know enough about this and we know enough about promotion that we could start finding other authors who had written good books along the same genre that we're promoting. Mm-hmm. And so the first book that we published by other authors was Primal Cravings. Mm-hmm. So it's a beautiful cookbook and it's sold extremely well. Uh, it's done very well for us and for the authors. It's drool worthy. But then we, <laughs> yeah, exactly. But don't drool on it because it's matte, it's, they're matte finished pages. And it, <laughs> they don't wipe off. So, so Hot tip. That, was an art, that was an artistic choice that we made. Yeah. So then we published The South Asian Solution by Ron Sinha. Then uh, Denise Minger's book, Death by Food Pyramid, which was extremely yeah, well received. Yeah. And now in the, last, in the last couple of years, we've, we've done, I'm going to say, we've done a total of 25 books. Amazing. And uh, maybe uh, 15 of those are by other authors. And it's been a, a great journey. And we continue. We've got, I think we've got seven more books in the pipeline for the next year and a half. Wow. So great. Crazy. Yeah. So Mark, like you're a really, 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 really busy guy. Mm-hmm. How the heck do you keep up with everything? Like, how do you keep on top of everything? Do you have a big team under you? I yeah. do. I have a. I, no, I have. A, I have a great team. Yeah. And so I have. I think a total of twenty-five employees. Oh wow. Many of them are virtual. So you know, cool. you've met. I think you've met Aaron Fox. He's the he was the editor and publisher of Mark's Daily Apple. Yeah. Well, he lives in Sydney. Yeah. And he's been, he worked out of Malibu for the first couple of years, but then when his wife got a job in Sydney, he asked me if it would be possible for him to run. Mark's Daily Apple, and handle the business matters out of Sydney. And I said, well, let's try it. And that was four years ago. So it <laughs> seems to be working. Yeah. And then, but he just took over chief uh, CMO, chief marketing officer duties. And I've got awesome. somebody else. In that. But we've got, I've got researchers in the Midwest. I've got, you know, the, the head of the publishing group is in Sacramento. I see him once a month for meetings, but all of this is done. A lot of it's done virtually. And that's the beauty of the tools that we have now with the internet and with organizational software programs, you know, like Basecamp and yeah. some of the uh, Slack and some of the email systems. So it's, it's really only, again, in the last five or 10 years that it made any sense to have a virtual sort of virtual company. I still have, you know, nine people that work in Malibu mm-hmm. and we just, we just uh, bought a warehouse in a different, in Oxnard up near where, by the way, up near where PrimalCon was. Yeah, ah, cool. cool. We, have a new, we have a new big warehouse up there. So we're shipping out of there. Awesome. And yeah, I just, I have a great team and I try to stay. So my job is to, is to manage people mm-hmm. who in turn, you know, manage projects. And it's yeah. a lot of fun. I love it. So what brings you the most joy in life at the moment? You know, that's, don't tell my wife this, but, <laughs> but no, playing Frisbee on my, my ultimate game on Sunday is the, <laughs> is the event that I look forward to from from halfway through Saturday and sort of get high off of while I'm playing and coast on the, on the vibe for another couple of hours afterwards. It's just, it's total immersion into play. And you know, <laughs> you and I, we've talked about this over the years and we've had some experiences with play, mm-hmm. Primal Con and other events. 
And it's just so important to, to incorporate that into your life. And yet it's so difficult to find the time. So mm. every Sunday at 930, we get a group together. It's been going on for 12 years. Wow. We've maybe re- we've missed maybe in 12 years, I think two weekends because of, you know, torrential rain, but, but average standard rain and a lot of mud and cold, we're in, we're playing, we're getting dirty, we're, we're having a blast. So that's, you know, that's what gives me probably the most, you know, visceral pleasure mm-hmm. in terms of intellectual pleasure, you know, building businesses is, is what I've always done. And I found a renewed sense of excitement about uh, Primal Kitchen Foods last year. And I think we're just, we're going to, you know, we're going to take off. I mean, it's doing extremely well. We're very pleased. It's not without its challenges on yeah. not just a daily basis, but it seems an hourly basis. But that's that's what business is. Yeah, because yeah, exactly. I assume there's lots of processes and like developing food. Like then that's like that was would have been a brand new thing for you, right? That's exactly right. I was not familiar with the food business. Yeah, and uh, you know sometimes that's a good thing because if you if you have prior familiarity, you might never choose to do it. Yeah, totally agree. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, I love um, it. So obviously the food stuff is really kicking off. Like, is that what's next? Like, are you planning on growing that even more, or is there even bigger and Better ideas on the on the car. No, I think I think right now the food thing is so it's it's got such momentum mm. that that's taking a, a substantial amount of my time right now and energy and enthusiasm. But you know the Primal Kitchen restaurant franchise operation, which we just launched. Yeah, mm. I mean it's conceivable that within a year we'll have ten Primal Kitchen franchises Amazing. Around, around the U.S. So that's also, you know, very near and dear to my heart. Yeah. And then, and then ultimately we, we reconfigured the recently the Primal Blueprint Expert Certification yeah. to be, be a Primal Health Coaching Program. So we're literally, we built, it hasn't been launched yet, but a new module, a huge new module on coaching, on learning how to coach awesome. individuals so that people who, who want to get into the business of coaching others to and helping others to achieve, you know, good health and fitness on a one-to-one basis can, can have a place they can go to and get that information. Amazing. So how important has, you know, the community behind you been in your journey? Everybody who follows you and reads you, I mean, going on your forum, you can just see everybody just loves to be in there and, and ask questions and answer people's questions. Well, I never go to the forum because I feel like I'm going to get bitten. But... <laughs> yeah. Be careful in there, Mark. Yeah. Be careful in the forum. <laughs> no, it's look, the community is fantastic. It is my family. Mm-hmm. Uh, my, you know, my, my external family, my extended family, if you will, mm-hmm. forget Dunbar's number at this point. It's just like add a couple of zeros, <laughs> but it's still, it's what, you know, has enabled me to get the word out and, and change lives. And I hope yeah. do some good in the world, you know, with the information that we've put out there. I mean, it's, it's really the person to person communication. It's the experiences that people share with each other about what's happened when they adopted a more healthful eating strategy that changes other people's lives. And that's really the, the greatest impact. And that's where you can see that not only in the, in the forum, but it, where people are really becoming quite open about, about their journey and mm. sharing a lot of maybe sometimes too much information, but it's enough. <laughs> you know what I mean? But it's still, it's still useful to other people to see and hear. And then, of course, the Friday success stories on Mark's Daily Apple. Yeah, we love those. Um, yeah, they're always unique and interesting and tear-jerking and re- reassuring that we're all on the right path here with what we're doing. Mm-hmm. So yeah, the, the community has been, has been phenomenal. And the best, you know, I think the, the best attribute that, that I see in the community is one of, of, again, satisfaction and enjoyment. People, I want to see people who are enjoying their lives and, and who are 
who are content with where they are, even if they have work to do, mm-hmm. they still are willing to be content with, with how they've gotten to where they are now, what they've done thus far, are excited about the rest of the journey, are trying to you know, extract and live in the moment and extract pleasure out of as many waking hours as possible and not overly invested in what might happen one day when I finally get this. You know what I mean? Mm, love it. I love that. So for people who you know, might be wanting to start a business, because I know lots of our listeners, they're on this same path. They want to do something. They want to start something great. What would you suggest be your, their very first step? Well, the very first step is identify what it is that you're good at and you'd like to do and and write a list down of all the things that fit within that mm-hmm. things that and, and it may not be something that you're passionate about you don't have to be passionate about what you're doing mm. but it might be something that you're good at or yeah. some process that you're good at yeah and be you know be very clear that there's a business there in mm-hmm. other words don't get so caught up in an idea and invest you know quit your job and start investing and realize you know, a couple months or a couple of years into it, wait a minute, there was never a way to make, to make this a viable business. Mm. I get that, that I was excited about it and I thought it was a good idea, but run the idea past some, some experts and mm-hmm. say, you know, if you've got a new, you know, a new widget or a new exercise device, you know, is there a market for it? Is there, are there other products that would fall behind it and, and that you could, you know, expand the line. So it's your entire company isn't based on just one product. Yeah. You know, are, are there, you know, if it's a service business, is it scalable? Do you, is mm-hmm. it, is it just going to depend on you? And if it does, that's great. If you can make a lot of money and, and serve people and be satisfied doing that, that's awesome. And I, it's, it's probably one of the greatest jobs you can have, but if you want to build an empire or, 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 or a bigger business is what you're doing scalable. Can mm-hmm. you teach other people to do it? Can you, mm-hmm. can you coach other people within your organization to be representative of what you're doing? So it, it all comes back to the business model and the analysis. So now you've picked, you've sort of identified your key, you know, where you're strongest, mm-hmm. your key strengths. You've identified a list of things that you could do that are based on your perception of what the market looks like and what you could offer. And ultimately, is there a business there? Do you, do you see that this is something that in the long term could, that you could be happy doing this for the rest of your life if all other things being equal? that it would provide you enough of an income, enough satisfaction, enough, enough continued growth and all those things. And if there is, go for it and take a chance. Because if it doesn't mm-hmm. work out, there's always something else. I tell my kids, and it's really important, to, to, I think, to realize this. Mm-hmm. I didn't know what I wanted to be until I was 47. That's amazing. I mean, I literally, I've had so many jobs and worked at so many things. And I've, I've been entrepreneurial my whole life. Yeah. The, other thing I tell my, the other thing I tell my kids is that, I'm 62 now. I've been working 40 hours a week since I was 12. Wow. So for 50 years, I've been working 40 hours wow. a week. Now, when I was 12, it wasn't during school, but in the summers, you know, I, I mowed lawns for 40 hours a week. When I was 13 or 14, I worked in, in uh, hotels and restaurants. Uh-huh. Again, full shifts. When I was seven, 16, 17, 18, I painted houses to put myself through school. Then I became a contractor when I got out of school. Then I ran a restaurant. Then I ran a frozen yogurt shop. Then I was a personal trainer. I've done all these things. Yeah. And at and I had fun doing all of them. Mm. At, the, at the time, each of them was right for me. Yeah. Each of them felt right. But I didn't really envision you know, what it was, it was gonna do, that I was going to do for the rest of my life until I started to narrow the focus down to what am I good at? What do I like? I like fitness. I'm good at creating content. I'm good at, good at designing supplements and, and creating consumable product ideas for people. Mm-hmm. And so I literally 
left a fairly good paying job mm. when I was 40, let's see, as uh, 96, I was you know, 43 or something like that. And I left a good paying job with no money in the bank, with no savings, wow. no, no income, a wife and two children mm. to, start, to start my business. Wow. So that's kind of scary, but that's what I needed to do for me. Yeah. And, you know, I struggled the first couple of years. It was never bad because I was able to cobble together consulting gigs and things like that. Yeah. But I didn't, I didn't really have any real growth and, and I couldn't envision what the future might like until, like I say, until I was 47. And I said, okay, this is what I want to do for the rest of my life. I want to be in this arena. I want to be in this genre. There's a lot of opportunities within it. So I didn't really confine myself to one idea. Yeah. I just said within health and fitness and the creating of content, because within creation of content, you've got television, you've got blogs, mm-hmm. you've got publishing, you've got seminars. Mm-hmm. So all of those things fall within content creation, yeah. right? They're all different and separate items. So you don't really confine yourself. You just say, what am I good at? And what, you know, what doors are open to me right now? What opportunities exist? And that's kind of how I fell into creating the, the certification program. And like I say, that's how the food thing came about. I've, I've been blogging for almost 10 years on Mark's Daily Apple. Mm-hmm. And, and while I sell really awesome supplements, a lot of my readers are like, dude, you know, you, talk us, you tell us about eating real food and minimalist lifestyles and DIY and, you know, creating, mm-hmm. doing mm-hmm. your own, own broth and rendering your own fat. We're not interested in supplements. We want to live this life with real food. So I thought, well, okay, then let's, let's address that request and let's create some real food type items. And that's mm. the mayonnaise is really quite real food. Mm. Amazing. Far out. Oh, that was, the, <laughs> that was the best answer. Yeah, ever. There were so many moments where I was just like nodding along and smiling, being like, I need to write this down. <laughs> well, we're almost out of time, Mark, and it has been so amazing speaking with you. And before we get to our last question, we wanted you to tell everybody where they should go to find more info about everything you've been talking about today. Well, marksdailyapple.com is the place to start, mm-hmm. of course. If you want to get the Primal Blueprint, which is the book that started it all, you can get that on Amazon, mm-hmm. or you can go to primalblueprint.com. That's our e-commerce site. Mm-hmm. And then ultimately, you know, I don't know how many uh, Aussies are going to avail themselves of some of our food, but if you're a U.S. listener, and I know you have a lot of U.S. listeners, mm-hmm. um, the Primal Kitchen Foods are in most of the Whole Foods. They're also available on thrivemarket.com. And you know, it, by the way, if you go to Amazon right now, you'll see in the U.S., that Primal Kitchen mayonnaise is the number one best-selling mayonnaise in all of Amazon, including all the top brands. And it has been wow. pretty much every day for the last four months. Wow, so that is awesome. Tracking. Yeah, so that's, anyway, that's that's the pitch. Go go to Mark's <laughs> Daily It's a good pitch. Yeah, I love it. And we can definitely say the mayonnaise is epic. Yes, definitely. <laughs> so our Thank very you. last question that we ask all our guests is, what is the mantra you're living by right at this moment? The mantra is, if it were easy, everyone would be doing it. Ah, love so, it. And, and, you know, sometimes it feels like everyone's doing it. Mm. And, you know, it's pretty competitive out there. But if you just stick to your guns and persevere, yeah. and again, you've picked a good business model, you've seen that there's opportunity here, and you're invested in it emotionally and physically, and you know, you're, you're passionate about it, even if it's not something that you grew up being passionate about, as long as you stay with it, you will succeed. It's really, I see so many people who fall by the wayside and give up too soon when they were really on the right path, Mm -hmm. but they got discouraged. So if it were easy, everyone would be doing it. 
Oh, I, I love, love that. It. Best advice ever. Thank you so much again, Mark, for having, you know, it's spending all time with us. <laughs> my two favorite Aussies. Aww, stop it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank you so much, Mark. That was seriously so, so good. And I can't wait to share that. Yeah, I felt like I learned so much yeah. in that 40 minutes or so. You've got so much knowledge about business. So it's just bloody awesome to hear. Yeah. Great. It's cool so. to hear that side of things because, you know, we've heard you speak about like all the primal stuff and all the connection, but hearing more on your business journey is really inspiring and just amazing. Cool. Cool. And make sure you tell Carrie and the kids that we say hi. Oh, absolutely. I will. Yay. <laughs> They'll we'll... be thrilled to hear that I spoke with you. Yay. <laughs> and we'll talk to you soon. Let us know if you ever need anything from us. Likewise. Take care. Okay, Mark. Bye, Mark. Bye. 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 When we told you that podcast was going to be epic, we totally meant it. Seriously, what an amazing story of how Mark has built a massive empire all over the world. It was so inspiring. And thank you again, Mark, for coming on the show. We so appreciate your time and energy. Speaking of energy, are you using your energy in the right places? Well, if you're not, then you probably need to set some goals and we can help you because we've put together a goal setting guide and a vision guide and it's all for free and it's all available over at themerrymakersisters.com forward slash biz that is b-i-z we will send it straight to your inbox and it will help you put your energy where it's meant to be yay Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.